What's up, everyone? My name is Joshua, and I want to welcome you to a conversation with Joshua T. Berglund. And, and I probably pronounced that wrong. Forgive me, Daniel. But this conversation, folks, is awesome. It is so fun. It's so interesting. It's not what I thought it was going to be at all. We talk about prayer, and we talk about prayer in a way that most people probably not have not heard. <laughs> My, my vocabulary and my words are trying to go all of these different directions. But nonetheless, this conversation is awesome. As I said, Daniel is strong, confident, bold, and has some very strong opinions. And I love it. And here's why. It doesn't even matter if I agree with everything he says. The fact is, he is bold in his convictions. He is bold in what he says. He is purposeful and intentional in what he talks about. And frankly, I dare you to take what he talks about and find holes in it. I mean, it's incredible. I've never heard anyone talk this way, ever. And again, it's not even that I agree with everything he said. I also don't know if I agree, disagree with anything he said. But I do know that this conversation is high energy, fast paced, super fun, have a very interesting conversation about sex with spouses. It's not what you think, especially if you've ever watched any of these broadcasts before. It's overall great, awesome, inspiring, thought provoking, and challenging interview. It's everything that I love. And like few times on these broadcasts that of the people I've interviewed that have had different products or apps or services, his service, I'm absolutely gonna try. I'm absolutely gonna try it. No doubt. Find out why. Thank you for being here. God bless. Before we get into this conversation that I'm really excited to have. Can you tell us what you're grateful for today and why? Absolutely. I'm grateful for my connection to God. That is where I'd like to start today is just to share with everyone that's listening that when you're able to walk with God and you have a strong connection with God, everything in life happens exactly the way that it's supposed to. <laughs> that is... Uh... That is pretty much a theme to what we speak about in almost every single broadcast. So I'd love to hear your take on this because I think purpose is one of those things that has been bastardized and just in the sense that everybody talks about purpose and they and it's almost been weaponized against us. We have all these speakers on stages all over the world. We have preachers talking about it. Everyone talks about purpose but they don't really give the full story. They just make it sound like it's this beautiful thing that we get to step into and we'll be successful. But no one really talks about the work, the depth of purpose and why it matters, why it's needed and so on. I would love to hear from you why purpose and God's purpose is important. Yeah, we can look at it from a selfish standpoint, which is a spin on this. But here's the thing. If you're not operating with God's purpose and your actual divine reason why you're here on earth, there'll be a hole in your chest that's huge that you can drive a truck through. You'll never be fulfilled, regardless of how much money you have. I've got 
a quick story, if it's okay, I'd like to share with you about this. That's like really highlights the situation in my life. Perfect. Would that be okay? Yeah, please do. Okay. So I've been in the mortgage business back a while ago for like 22 years and I was having a lot of success. I remember sitting in my office chair one morning before anyone gets into the office, I look at my accounts. It's the seventh of the month and there was $131,000 deposited in my account from commissions. And that was just for seven days worth of closings. And I felt empty. Like I was on track to make $300,000 that month. No problem. And I felt like shit. And so I started reaching out to God. I literally start praying in my office. What's wrong with me? I feel crap. Why is this happening? Why do I feel this way? I have more money than I know what to buy shit with. Yeah. What am I going to do? Why do I feel this way? That's an amazing feeling to have. I remember when I came into a good amount of money after selling our healthcare company, I had a similar experience. I was already working on a serious chem sex addiction, but when I started to have that money and I had access to it, all of a sudden, like all the joy of life just went away because I could go out and buy what I wanted instead of working for it. And for some reason, for me, that just took me and I went off the rails. When you have everything you want or you can get everything you want, it doesn't mean something. There's something wrong. For you, what was it? I literally was asking God because I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, why do I feel this way? Healthy at home. I've got a garage full of toys. I've got a bank account full of money. I'm healthy. There's nothing wrong with me. Why do I feel this way? And he starts speaking into my head, like right into my mind. And he starts telling me what was wrong. What was wrong was, is that I'm not a mortgage guy. I'm not supposed to be in the mortgage business. I'm not supposed to be in that business or that industry at all. Like I was doing the wrong thing. I wasn't connected to my purpose. I wasn't connected to why I'm here. Okay. Can I guess? Because the mortgage business, it's just like they're in and out the door. Obviously you work hard to gain the business and you hustle to get the business. I grew up around real estate agents. My mom is very successful in real estate. My grandmother was. So I used to, I was around it. I was around a lot of mortgage brokers and I've seen that business in action for most of my life. And I remember at that time, of course, you, when you were in your start, you were a part of the finance, the first financial crash, not the one that's coming, but the one that was back in the nineties, you got to experience yeah. all that. So you're making money and it's pretty easy money back then because of how they were just giving out money. Is that correct? Yeah. This was more recent than that. I did okay. have the 2008 crash that, that tore me up and I got back in. And once I was back in, yeah, it was easy to make the money. But like you were mentioning before, there was like nothing behind it. It was like, yeah, I'm helping one family at a time move into their dream home. But that just wasn't enough. Like literally I was feeling like this lack of, this is not right. This is wrong. I am literally doing something I'm not supposed to be doing, even though I was doing a great job at it. Like no one was better than me at it. I felt that was my yeah. confidence level. I owned a company. I had a bunch of stuff going on. It just, it was wrong. It was really wrong. And I just kept searching and searching for what I was supposed to do. Well, so what were you supposed to do? Because I would think that when you were put in a position to make this kind of money, you can do a lot of good with that money. 
were you just being selfish with it yeah. or was it just simply that you weren't supposed to be a mortgage broker and that's why you weren't happy? So God created me with much more power than just to be a mortgage broker. That's what I've wow. come to realize yeah. as I've been walking with him. Yeah. And it was me helping one family at a time was not my passion or my mission or the reason why oh, I'm put okay. here. So the reason I was put here, it's been very clear. I've been walking with God every single morning consistently for a long time. Like every single morning when I wake up, the first thought is connecting with God. And I'm asking him specific strategic questions on what I'm supposed to do throughout the day. And as I've been walking and asking and shutting down a mortgage company that's made millions and doing all this stuff, he's telling me like your passion, what you're supposed to do is connect as many men and women and families to me as possible, like to God, like he's, you need to connect them to me. That's why you're here. That's what you're supposed to be doing. So a preacher? No, not at oh. all. What That's what's it? great. Everyone thinks, okay, I, so I'm like church? dying to know. What the hell is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not a church. Okay. So if you read the Bible, great. If you don't read the Bible, great. If you go to church, great. If you don't go to church, great. That's the first thing I want to open up with. It's cool. <laughs> There's no there's no rules with my message. This is what I do. So I was walking with God every single morning for a long time. And what I was doing is I was being strategic. I was like, God, what is my focus and direction for my financial purpose? Now, that's a question I needed to answer because he told me to shut down a multi-million dollar operation that I was in for 22 years. I've got some shit to pay for, Joshua. Yeah. I've got expenses. He started speaking into my heart. Then I even took it one step further. I got strategic with my body and health. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with my body and health? How am I supposed to lift? How am I supposed to work out? How am I supposed to exercise? What am I supposed to eat? There's too many diets out there. What's for me? And then what am I supposed to do in my relationships? How am I supposed to handle those? So as I start asking these questions strategically, God would give me the answers in real time. And so as I'm walking with him, I developed the God Walk app. And the God Walk app actually connects every man and woman that wants to be connected directly to God through an application on their phone. And that's how my message has been created, was through my own experience. I'm, that's just so interesting because everyone has their own version of a quiet time that works for them. Like I, yeah. when originally when you were saying walking with God, I call it walking with the Lord. Like when you're serving the Lord or you're in a relationship with Jesus, it's it like, that's how you say it. But you're literally talking, walking with God. My wife paints I, with God. But yeah. when she prays, she paints. That's how she does yeah. it. I've got my own thing too. That's really neat. I, I like this. So tell us about the app. Yeah. So. It's a literal walk. So you, I teach everyone to get into a flow state. And yeah. what I mean by that is when you're walking, my shirt's off, I'm at the park, I'm walking, I got my cell phone, I'm, I'm getting a tan. <laughs> but I'm walking, right? And I'm asking these questions. And as I'm asking these questions, God is speaking to me because I'm in a flow state. Yeah. I'm not sitting there in front of a computer typing. I'm not sitting there on my phone going like this. I'm literally on my phone hitting the record button. And as revelations coming in, literally God's speaking directly into me. I am literally saying what he's speaking into me. So it's recorded. So I literally ask God every morning, 
What is my direction and focus for my financial purpose? I pause for a moment as I'm walking in this flow state. He starts giving me the answers. And I literally speak into this app and this app records all of it. Uh So then later and throughout the day, I can implement every single step he tells me to take in my financial purpose. I do it for body and health, and I also do it for my relationships. I have a lot of sex, Joshua. We talk about that in a second, too. (laughs) Well, I I would imagine because God does help your sex life. And I that. Oh, yeah. You and I have go some really strange places with this conversation, but I want to ask you something. <laughs> One of the biggest complaints that believers have, and I'm saying when I say believers, I'm referring to Christians, followers of Jesus. Yeah, they. One of the biggest complaints that they have is when they don't hear back from God, when they don't hear an answer to their prayer, when they don't, they feel like they can't feel His presence anywhere. And you're saying that you pretty much have the hotline to, to God, and he's answering in real time. That is, let's break down the barriers of religion and everything else, because I don't even, I don't care about other people's religions or none of that. I honestly honor and respect other people's beliefs 100%. So this question is not like an attack on anyone or any religion or anything. But that's yeah. what you're saying, though. To a lot of people, they're going, crap, there's no way, because I pray and wait for months to hear from God. Why is this guy so special? He hasn't said Jesus' name one time. I praise Jesus, I worship, I pray in tongues, and I I do all that, but I don't hear from God. Sometimes it takes months, and he's hearing correct. What are you doing that's different that you're hearing from God in real time? Oh, I got his phone number, Joshua. (laughs) (laughs) No. That's a joke. He doesn't answer the phone. This is it's you you have to be, and I use this word a lot, you have to be strategic. So here's one thing that I teach inside my walk and my passion and teaching people how to walk with God and hear him is the first thing you have to do is you have to lay everything out on the table for God in all three specific areas. So the very first thing that you open up with in the God Walk app is setting an intention. So the very first question is, what intention do you want to set for today's God Walk? And then you just speak. Now, this is your voice. You speak in it. Here's my intention. I'm looking for exact instructions today, Father God. Then I move on to the second one, because that's what I'm looking for. I'm like ordering it up. I need instructions. I need to know what to do today. That's literally my answer. So I'm like connecting with them already. And then as I'm walking, I'm in a flow state. The second question in the app is, what are the top highlights of the last 24 hours? You open this up with a gratitude and grateful. It's the same thing. I am happy about this happened in my life in the last 24 hours. This happened. This happened. I had sex seven times yesterday with my wife. I'm happy. (laughs) Like whatever it was, whatever the highlights are, like I'm there, right? So now I'm in in a flow state. I've set intention. I've been gratitude and grateful. Now I lay down where my financial purpose is. God, today my financial purpose is here. I'm doing this. I'm working on this. I feel good about this. I don't feel good about this. I got this project, whatever. Like I'm being honest because he already knows. Like he, Joshua, he knows everything. He's watching us right now. But the second that we're like, God, this is where I'm at. And I'm like admitting and I agree that this is where I'm at. And it's like honest. It's a level playing field. You do that in your money. You do that in your body. You do that in your relationships. Then you flip around and you ask for guidance and coaching directly from the source, from God. He will answer you. That's the whole difference. Is you got to knock, which is, this is where I'm at. And then you got to ask. 
And this is when he answers the door. All right. That actually, scripture backs up what you said. And mind you, I I don't believe the Bible is the literal word of God. Just want to establish that baseline with you. I love the Bible, read the Bible. I think it's the most amazing book ever written. I just don't believe it's the literal word of God. But that said, what you just said is biblical. And the reason why I know it, even though you're using language that is not biblical, is because in the, one of the churches that I read, it was like they taught a prayer class and the proper way to pray. If you're coming at God, the first thing you're like, give me this, give me that. Like, he's not going to hear you. You got to give up. You got to give up your praise. You got to give up your yeah. gratitude. You got to say thank you. You got to be appreciative. You got to knock, as you said, to get to get his attention. He's a gentleman. He's not going to just show up without permission. And so what you're saying is right. The one part that I add to what you do, because this is how I do it as well in my own prayer life and quiet time, is I go through my repentance and where I want forgiveness and the areas that I need in forgiving other people. And so I clear the deck first. So I give praise yeah. and say, what's up? This is what I'm grateful for. I'm, gr I'm glad that you, thank you for all of this. Thank you for all of my blessings. Then I admit where I know that I'm wrong and sin and repent from that. And then I get into intentions and requests and things like that. So this formula that you're using is actually a biblically backed formula. It's just not using that language or the, those words that yeah. you use. So this is awesome. Yeah. And you know what? I don't know anyone that prays like this. And what you're doing, that's a power prayer especially the intention part yeah yeah you've got to set an intention you set an intention with anything that you do you're actually going to have an opportunity to get done what you want to get done like so many people are on autopilot yeah. so many people are programmed with all the evil that's out there right now and they're just listening they're like okay what what's going to happen if you're like that you're going to get beat you're going to get right. beat with the programming and all the bullshit that's coming around right now but if you're set an intention I can't hear the stuff that I don't want to hear. I just can't hear it because my intention is set that I'm only going to focus on this. I'm going to be connected to God. I'm going to do what he tells me to do. I'm right. not going to watch the news and listen to what you know is happening in some country I've never been in. Who cares? I don't really care <laughs> at all. That's not going to change my mission. That's not all. true. Not anyway. today. I care <laughs> about those other countries just because we have a, I, this is, we have a global mission and what we do. I care about those countries and what's going on. I just know that what we're being told is not truth. I, That's there's correct. absolutely zero reason. I'm not going to, I'm going to divert the conversation. I'm going to stop there. Let's talk about sex. You had sex with your yeah. wife seven times yesterday or whatever. By the way, yeah. that would probably explain why your wife is so happy when she's messaging Going, oh yeah, she's fucking happy, oh, dude. She, yeah, she's. Don't want to ask you something though, and this is a problem with marriages. And I want to have a very real conversation about sex. Yeah, because I grew up a cheater. I'm fortunate now that I have the love of my life. I don't have to cheat. I don't. I, not that I had to before, but anyway, the most amazing wife. I have the most amazing two kids ever. It took me a long time to get to that kind of place to be the kind of man that could have a woman like that. But one thing I do know for sure, because I was a cheater and I also get to meet a lot of cheaters and people that have been cheated on, and it all happens in marriage. 
And I want to ask you this, and without going into too much detail about why all the problems and what my beliefs of the problems are, I just want to focus on the solution here. How is it yeah. after all this time that, because you're a dude and dudes like to spread their seed, dudes like to conquer, that's just how we're wired. It's in our DNA. So typically what happens when men get in a relationship, they get tired of having sex with their wives and then they start looking at other things or look going outside of the relationship or they're just miserable and shut down and they just quit having sex altogether and let their balls dry out. So all those things can happen, but you're having sex with your wife seven times. What's the secret? Yeah. One, your wife wanting to have sex with you seven times. And what's the secret to you wanting to have sex with her seven times? And don't say, cause she's hot. Give me yeah. something more than that. Yeah. I'll give you a lot more than that. First off, what you were saying, society is correct. For me, it's not. I disagree with everything. Just honestly, it's completely different at my in my home. Here's the reason why. I ha get coached by God every single day on how to treat my wife. Just think about that for a second. If you were to just get the steps, don't step there because there's a landmine. Step over there. Walk this way. Make a left. Then make a right every single time I want to have sex. She's there waiting for me every single time that, you know, I'm hungry. She takes care of me every single time. Something has to happen. She takes care of me because I take care of her and I'm connected to God so massively. And this is a real answer. I'm connected to God so massively that she will follow me and she allows me to lead her because she knows I'm not leading her with self-will. She knows I'm leading her with God's direction. What more could a woman ask for? Friend, you just described a kingdom marriage. Unbelievable. Yeah. That is the, so why it's changed for me, what you just said. I, without God leading our relationship with God, lead, without God being first in everything I do, I'm going right back to the guy that was in our book, The Devil Inside Me. Like I'm, and in that movie, I, like, I'm not that guy anymore. He likes to whisper in my ears, but I'm not that guy anymore. But the only reason why is because of my relationship with the Lord. That's it. There's no yeah. other way. And so you're right. When I go to him in quiet time and look for instruction, or I know where I'm starting to feel like I'm slipping and wanting to break away from this path that I've been on for the last six years. My God, it's, I don't, it's not even the Bible. And I love the yeah. Bible. But it's not even the Bible. It's God it's going, uh-uh. It no, is. No, you're not going to go talk to that girl. You're not going to go get in her car. You're not going to, even as innocent may be, like, I love that relationship because there's no better warning sign out there. I don't need a resume. Right. I don't need the news to warn me. I got God to tell me. I, that's why I don't yeah. need to watch the news. I love that that's answer. That's right. I love that answer. It's the truth. It's the truth. Like, there is men... If they were to hang out with me for the day, they would die to have the relationship. And they can't have my fucking wife. It's my wife, first off. <laughs> She's mine. No one can have her. And I don't see any other woman. There's a lot of women that are attracted to me. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all because that's all I see is my wife. And the reason that I only see my wife is because I'm madly in love with her. I crave her. I want her every single – like I want her right now. I can't wait until we're done here because – I'm going to be holding her right after this. You know what I mean? Because of how much I love her. 
because I'm doing things that I'm supposed to be doing. I'm massively connected. And she's doing things back to me that she's supposed to be doing. It's a, it's the relationship that we have is we're rewriting the book on relationships because of the connection with God. It's the same thing with business. It's the same thing with my body. Like I'm 42 years old. I could run a marathon right now. I could run through a brick wall. I could punch someone and knock them out. Like I do whatever I need to do because I am literally in really good shape because I follow exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I have all three quadrants of my life set up correctly because I'm connected. Interesting. So I want to ask you because no one goes through life just flying. Look, I'm a, I work in a flow pretty much most of the day. I've got my system to get in a flow. I've got all that going. But at the same time, I also have like areas of my life that I'm still healing from, having multiple personalities and DID for one. I've gotten better. I don't switch like I used to. In fact, it's been a long time since I have because I do the work. My relationship with God has helped me heal, helped me retrain triggers, helped me be more present so I'm aware of potential dangers that could cause me to change into something I don't want to be, all that stuff. That's so that's my thorn in my side that's there that I get to work through. That when when everything is going right and that boulder hops in the middle of the path, it's something like that. But I also know that I was created and have everything in me to defeat whatever enemy comes at me. Like anything that comes my way, I know because of my relationship with the Lord that I am designed to conquer it, whatever it is. But it doesn't mean that shit doesn't come at me. So for you, Coming from this extravagant lifestyle that you had where you were miserable into now where you put God first and all that you do and you're still successful and you're still successful. But when you decide now that you're going to serve God and put God first above everything else, now you are a problem for the enemy. And whatever that enemy is, whether it's imaginary or not, everyone's got an enemy. So for Great. you, what's your enemy and what comes at you and how do you conquer it? Yeah. So my enemy is the evil. I'm on the good side. So the evil is what's coming at me. And what's funny about that is, is I laugh at that. I laugh at that because no one's stronger or bigger than God. God made everyone. God even made the enemy. The enemy grew without God, but God made the enemy. Yes, yeah. he actually did. So, they, they partner together too. That's another thing that's yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah, that's the self-will component that we have. People have the ability to choose. You're going right. to serve God or you're going to serve the devil or you're going to serve evil. You're going to be good or you're going to be evil. I know what side I'm on. So I'm not worried about anything. I wake up every single morning and I'm not worried about anything. And if I need to protect myself, I got plenty of guns, man. Whatever. Oh, it's cool. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Huh. All right. It's not exactly the answer I was looking for. Because I know that you're a badass and I know that you've conquered it, but there's everyone always has an Achilles heel. And that's what I was looking yeah. for, but that's okay. We don't have to let the enemy know when your Achilles heel. No, I'll, I'll tell you the reason why I don't have the typical Achilles heel is because I'm massively connected. That is the answer to this conversation is that when someone is walking with God, making every important decision by an inspired thought or voice from God, every single time throughout every single day, all that shit falls away. It just does. 
There's nothing that gets in your way. That's why my company is called Godspeed, because I literally operate in Godspeed. Everyone else is in human speed. Everyone that doesn't know how to walk with God and be connected as strong and as close with the connection I have with God, they can't stay with me. They just can't because they're working with earthly human speed. And I'm working with God's speed. He's literally telling me what to do and what not to do on all three areas of my life. So I have a lot of confidence in what I do, as you can see, as we've been hanging out, like yeah, there, yeah. there's nothing that's going to stop me with anything that I want to do. And now I'm fulfilled for the first time ever. I've always been able to make money. I've always been able to have success, but I was never completely fulfilled with all of that. Now I am. Okay. Last two questions. What injustice are you most passionate about? What I'm sorry, what injustice are you most passionate about ending? And then, of course, I want you to end with plugging your business and how people can find you, how people can work with you and so on. Yeah. Yeah. So the programming that is happening from evil, directly from evil to society that is using technology, all of the evil programming, all of the evil messaging that's going out there, the confusion that's being put out there, people not knowing if they're a man or a white or a woman. Like, it's pretty simple if you're a man. You look in the mirror with no clothes on, it, it's very obvious. Same thing with a woman. There's, there, there's Joshua, there's no disagreeing with this conversation. Like, I don't, how in the hell did we get to where we are? So that is probably the number one injustice is that society, the bad part of society, is trying to make the U.S. weak. And when the U.S. is weak, we can't protect ourselves. And I do not like not being able to protect ourselves if another country tries to come in here and wage war against us. We're going to have a problem because we have weak people that are confused that they're not men. If we don't have men that can fight and help us and serve our country, we're a problem. That's the hugest injustice right now. And the reason why they're doing that is for control. When we have weak men, then guess what? The people that are above that, that are promoting that, are in control. So you still think it's country versus country, huh? I don't believe it's country versus country, no. Okay. I do believe it could be country versus country. And if it was country versus country, just let's say in a war, we're in trouble. Think about what our military is teaching our our men now they're like hey you got to be nice to everyone you you can't piss anybody off are you kidding me you're gonna get killed teaching people that like <laughs> so that's the injustice you asked me like what's my number one that's my number one that's we're a literally yeah we need to be able to protect ourselves regardless if it's a country regardless if it's a if it's a one world nation problem Whatever it is, we need to protect ourselves. That is the injustice that needs to be changed, which I am changing. I like that a lot. I I'm very interested if you've ever, have you heard of the project of a new American century? Little bit. I'm not very familiar with it, but I have a little bit of knowledge on that. Yeah. I don't yeah, really have enough to speak on it. Yeah. I know it's okay. I just, it's worth reading. It's pretty interesting. And there's another one I want you to read, look up when you can, a guy named Yuri, KGB defected. That's all you have to look up, the Yuri KGB. Okay. They talk about infiltration and how they infiltrated the United States to tear it apart from the inside out. This was on 60 Minutes in 1981. 
And that video is okay. They'll find it. It's really interesting because when you listen to it, it literally breaks down everything that's happening today. And this guy talked about it 40 years ago. Pretty interesting. So Dan, can you tell everybody yeah. where they can find you, where they can follow you, where they can support you? In yeah. Yeah. I want to support them. This is how they can support themselves or how they can actually get the answers they've always been looking for is they literally go in the app store on their phone and they download the Godwalk app. The Godwalk app, Godwalk is one word. So just type in the Godwalk, one word app in your Apple or Google device. You're literally going to get the the Godwalk app. You're going to be able to walk with God immediately. The training is in there. The Godwalk is in there. All the questions. And then you literally hitting it and giving the verbal answer as you're in flow state. You're going to get a revelation from God immediately. And those men and those women that download the Godwalk app right after they hear this, are going to have the opportunity to have all the answers they've been looking for in their money, in their body, and in their relationships. Man, that's awesome. And here's the thing. I like there's, I actually would like to have you back on again because I want to go test your app now. Because I that method that you're teaching, and it is a system. Like Some people think that prayer, well, I don't know, everyone prays differently, right? And some people are lazy with their prayers. Some people are just do it because they're trying to check off the box. When you do it the way that you're teaching, be beyond setting intentions, it's you have to be intentional to use the app, to pray, to get into flow state. All of that is already prepping you for getting in flow state and getting you ready and getting your mind ready for intentions. And all that is so important especially if you're going to manifest what it is, the intentions that you're setting. So I yeah. like the system that you're teaching. I think it's. The last thing I want to end with, which is crucial, is most individuals, when they look for God and they start actually getting answers from God, sometimes the answers are muddled with their own agenda that's mixed in with it. That's the key to know when and where that's happening. Because when you know that, then you only act on the revelation and God's coaching and not your own. That right there is in the training too, which is so powerful. It took me a long time to figure out how to actually communicate that to individuals on how to be able to tell, is it his voice or is it your voice acting like God? Because you don't want to you don't want to listen to the wrong voice, man, because it's just like self-will. You're just wasting your time going on a walk and talking to yourself. He's okay. That is the perfect way to end because you're first of all, you're exactly right. I actually the next broadcast I'm doing solo is about knowing the difference between the spirit of God, the spirit of goodness versus the alternative. Because our gifting's the same. What our gifts when we're born are the same, whether we're evil or good. How they're used is different, but the gifting is still the same. The spirit of truth. Like, I believe our gifts come from the Spirit. And that said, which voice are you really listening to? And I've been the one that I thought I was listening to the Spirit of Truth, but it was my own voice or something else. And, yeah. and you're absolutely right. That can kill it all. So I'm so glad that you shared that. Yeah. Everyone, check out his app. Dan, I really enjoyed this conversation. I know you're just like biting your nails to get to your wife. So go have fun. and. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to talking to you again, man. Absolutely.